0: Robin? He is Robin. Hey, Robin. What's up? Oh, there's a lot of talk now. There's no time to even vamp. There's no vamp time.
1: Uh, sounds like we need a hero. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
0: get there. <laughs> so, um, Frank's not with us tonight. This ro- this revolving door of, of, of hosts, that, you know, you do, you do what you can with us. We, we wish Frank the best uh, for he is not with us this evening. And he missed a heck of a one uh to not discuss this one on air cuz good grief. Um now we just just dive us right in. I mean we we got to get right into this. Episode 110 uh or episode 10 of season 1. Oh mother, where art thou?
1: Well, uh, are you going to introduce our guest Jim J Bullock who is uh joined us today? I mean it, it is a revolving door, see. So he was eventually going to show
0: grief. Up. Yeah. So I, I didn't know we were we had the honor or the pleasure tonight.
1: Well, I I thought it was a whoopee night. But, yeah, you know, that... Good stuff. Wait. Yeah. Okay. I got it. That didn't... Okay. I'm
0: picking up putting down. <laughs>
1: um. All right. So this is uh, about Oh Mother, Where Art Thou? Uh, written by Adam Malinger, who is the bitter script reader on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually did a great uh, blog post uh about this on his blog spot. I definitely uh, suggest if you want to learn how to like an episode gets from, you know, conception to the TV, it, it's a, it's a great uh, story. He tells. So,
0: and I mean, to be able to still find your, your blogger login, that's that, that blog spot login. <laughs> that was a big deal too.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Nicely done. <laughs> This was his first outing. He's actually uh, a writer's assistant, but uh, pinned this episode. So big deal. And obviously a lot of huge things go on in it. I think he even posted a couple of deleted scenes from the script. uh, Yeah. Pages uh, over there as well. Any insight on those? I didn't get to read them.
1: Well, it's basically Clark uh, visiting uh, Jonathan and Martha's graves. Yeah. So it's a very – it's kind of like a sad – scene where uh yeah clark is actually talking to he's like you know i hope you know laura was very proud of the man you raised me to be i love you and then lois kind of says you earned a day off so it's almost like he didn't you know go completely completely kaput like he does at the end of the real episode they had Mm. to kind of take that out
0: gotcha well that obviously does set us up for what does happen next week that wouldn't have really worked uh, anyway, so knowing what's coming down the pop line. we'll talk about that in spoilers. But there's a lot to talk about beforehand uh, in this episode, so we're going to get into that right now. As Robin said, it was written by Adam Malinger. Did you give the URL for his blog spot? The BitterScriptReader.blogspot.com.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was very—he felt very blessed to be able to <laughs> write on the show and get this this story he has a uh, he had a quote on twitter he said you don't usually have control over what your turn in the writing rotation deals you this time rao smiled on me with an incredible episode a great one that utilized almost the entire cast i love that everyone who is in it got their moment so
0: i really did everybody everybody got, pretty much got their chance to shine mm-hmm. uh in this one from at least from the main cast directed by harry
1: Jirgin? okay uh, uh yeah, he's been an editor on uh, several CW shows, uh, and also the SNL pilot. Uh, directed two Doom Patrols, a Katie Keene, and a you. When Robin the, says... You were the show. When
0: Robin says SNL, that's our shorthand. Superman. <laughs> it's Superman and Lois. Not Saturday Night Live.
1: Everybody knows what SNL means. It Come does. on. Would, Superman would, and Lois. When
0: would we, would we have to do this show, and we text a lot, we don't always want to have to type out Superman and Lois. So, we <laughs> have... It's capital L, lowercase n, capital L. No, capital Mm -hmm. S, excuse me, lowercase. You know what? Let's just keep going because Derek's Mm -hmm. not with Mm -hmm. it tonight.
1: Nope. Uh, So we're just going to talk about the episode from the top.
0: Previously on S, little n, (laughs) big L.
1: (laughs) Previously on SNL. uh, Bobby
0: Moynihan.
1: (laughs) Tal Rowe
0: (laughs) and your host Laura Lorvan
1: Uh, musical guest Sarah Cushing oh yeah Yeah. with with backup by Kyle yeah or is it or
0: is it (laughs)
1: Uh yeah, uh I was actually wondering about the emblem that Edge is wearing on his chest and I found a quote uh from Adam uh saying that the emblem is actually designed by their writer's PA. Nice. So it's not like a Kryptonian letter that's been
0: No. Nah, I knew. i said it and seen it before, so. Yeah. Uh we we obviously got our answers right out of the gate, or at least what 90% of them. Right. Right out of the gate. Uh Picking up from the previously on, right into the episode. Thank goodness for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think if we had started somewhere else, I, I would have felt a little shortchanged.
1: Yeah, this. I mean, it it is an explanation, but I was kind of hung up on the the quote is. I actually wrote it as nice, said, uh, Mary Jorel, your father. Yes, I know. Years after she'd been matched to my father. Years after I was born. Mm-hmm. So I was hung up on that quote. I was like, so years after
0: she fell well so you know what what would you say you're the master of math and ages what would you hmm. say uh towels uh, i refuse to call him i don't i still haven't figured out what i want to call him yet for the, for the
1: yeah. yeah i was just calling him edge throughout this yeah scene, I, this I, I kept calling <laughs> him like edge, edge
0: the whole time too um maybe i'll come up with some some nickname moving forward cuz i have i'm still back on the whole captain luther irons still like I, I still don't know what i want to call him i know he's john henry irons but right after what eight episodes i didn't want to call him john henry irons i've already <laughs> already picked up the stranger and right. then we just go down billy the, Joel uh, the captain yeah I so uh, i I have not settled on Tal row yet but anyway yes Tal's mother is clark's mother mm-hmm. what infuriates me about that is i went all in on the hell or hell thing and the morning of this episode tuesday morning i text you and frank and i'm like you know i'm really starting to think that laura's probably got another kid and he's not an l he's somebody else and this is going to end up being clark's half-brother and 12 hours later <laughs> that's what actually ended up happening and i'm not saying i called it because i didn't get to say it on air but i literally texted both of you i was like i'm not feeling good about this hell thing anymore i'm going a different yeah. direction with it and I kinda, I was okay with the hell thing. Obviously, we were not okay if this was Zod again, or at least I was, and I just felt yeah, like no. it was it was very low hanging fruit. Um, mm-hmm. But they actually went in a to different easy. they went in a different direction, did their own thing, uh, which made me happier. Um, yeah.
1: So we have Tal Rowe and we have his father Zeta Rowe. Mm-hmm. and I was kind of confused. Is this something that we've heard someone that we've heard before in
0: comics? No. No, this is a new... There may be some... There's there's a Row house, but I don't know Mm. anything about uh, these characters whatsoever.
1: Did you say Roadhouse?
0: Roadhouse. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Ooh, maybe that's a good name for him. Um, So Patrick Swayze.
1: Anyway. But yes, (laughs) he
0: he was what? What would would you say? He was 10 when he landed on Earth?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about 10 years old. Yeah.
0: So that puts him... You know, at least ten years older than than Cal um, It's very I'd strange say.
1: because if so, uh, I have an older brother that <laughs> my mother had with a different man before me- meeting my father, and he's ten years older than me, like for real in real life.
0: Nice, works out well. <laughs> did you both? So, uh, le- did you both also just happen to be the only two survivors of your home because this is Supergirl erasure?
1: I mean, it was kind of a, a big deal—the planet exploding. I don't like to get into it.
0: The whole thing, Last Son of Vermont, all that good stuff. Yeah, Kara um,
1: definitely wasn't there. Uh, I will say that
0: she wasn't here either. Apparently, <laughs> um, but yeah, what what were you necessarily hung up on? Because basically, what it amounted to later in the episode when she told—was she telling Lois? I can't remember. If she was telling, yeah, no, or was she telling? She was telling Clark she, or Superman. She was telling Cal that. Uh, you know, I was matched with with Zeta Rau, Didn't love him. Fell right. in love with your father, and and you know went with him. And of course, we've there's several instances, both in live action and animation and the comics, where Krypton was a you know arranged marriage type uh, type place. Yeah,
1: but uh, Laura Laura is a saint. Okay, um, I don't really appreciate them rewriting this. She is an angel. And uh, I will not have her legacy be trod upon.
0: Well, I don't know that she necessarily has a bad legacy here.
1: Well, it's just like what they did with the uh, other DC character, Dorothy Mantooth. I, uh, totally. She is a saint as well.
0: I mean, it kind of is. You know, I was talking to our buddy, Tim. And at some point, we're just that's just going to be a sitcom because we always refer to him as our buddy, Tim. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. the name of his own show. Uh, is this not Aquaman? Basically? <laughs> It's not just
1: okay. Yeah, mom, mom,
0: mom had a previous marriage and a previous son, and he and he wants to wage war against the the humans and half brother versus half brother. And I mean, it's you know at some point everything goes back to Shakespeare, but mm-hmm. and there's I mean there's some Krypton in here with uh, with the whole half brother thing. I mean, we obviously if you that was a huge twist on Krypton with. Uh, with Zod and uh, Jor-El being half brothers,
1: uh, yeah, I, f- I forgot about that. I was actually reminded of that uh, looking at different articles this week.
0: So um, so yeah. Did, but in, uh, no, all joking aside, did you were you did you really feel shortchanged by this? Did you not like the idea of Clark having a half brother?
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: I but I, I, <laughs> I was much more fine with it. The fact that he was not from the House of L. Yeah, uh, that he that they didn't try to shoehorn him in as an as an L family member. <laughs> that he's—I
1: mean, they might as well have because uh, you know Jarrell would have probably still been like, "You didn't need to know." Uh, I am a cold, emotionless father robot.
0: <laughs> well, I kept waiting and... <laughs> when Clark was at the fortress. I kept waiting for him to be like, "He says he's my half brother," and jor was like, "Oh yeah, Dewey." <laughs> it's just some ridiculous name. <laughs> the wrong son died. <laughs> <laughs> We don't. We don't like to talk about him. I had to watch him one night. He came over to the house. It was a whole thing. Mm. Didn't yes. care for that. Um, but she, he was saved when she found out Krypton was dying. So her her two sons made it to Earth. Mm. Except he landed landed in uh, England. boys boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the duality of Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he landed in Europe.
1: Right right Not that's in America uh, so Lois that accent uh-huh. hmm, mm. you know
0: now this raises real. tons of other questions regarding pre-crisis and yeah what if, was he doing if that Morgan Edge was this the same Morgan edge is just the whole thing and also I was come- totally
1: ex- I w- I'm sorry I was totally expecting and I think it would have made more sense with Supergirl mythology that they've already built up with this character yeah. that this he is possessed so he's acting differently he's looking a little different
0: <laughs> sounding a little different no yeah but, that's, but now that's it's him. like that's him he's been here all along uh longer than superman right right set out for all that other stuff
1: well this pod got knocked off course probably so,
0: yeah i remember somebody else's nod getting pocked off knocked off course who was that? <laughs> his
1: nod getting pocked off you remember when you
0: get nod you're pocked off what <laughs> Did having a stroke? What's happening over there? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, well, I think uh, I caught that back in high school. Um,
0: how do you know that's Jacob and Margaret were the two people that found? Is that in the on IMDb or something?
1: Oh uh, no, they actually they say each other's
0: names. Did they? I totally missed yeah. that. So instead of Jonathan and Martha, it's Jacob and Margaret. Jacob and Margaret.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Interesting. Uh, 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 you know, I didn't. We didn't really pay too much attention to. You know, there was so much going on in the pilot, so much to process. But seeing Clark arrive on Earth and all that water spill out, you know. Yeah,
0: it was kind of like a its own little amniotic sack of, of yeah. It's like a mechanical womb.
1: Mm, exactly. And uh, the fact that a 10-year-old Tal comes over. In a womb of his own, mm-hmm. a womb with a view, uh, and has to pull an like an umbilical cord thing out of the back. I mean, ah, is that how it's the, we the, travel?
0: Is the Matrix? <laughs> you know, it was like the Matrix. I was cool with him pulling the thing out of the back of his head, but when he yeah, when makes he, sense. When he started spitting up all the fluid, I was like, I'm good. We don't have to. <laughs> I'm fine. Like that was fine before that.
2: Mm,
1: mm. So, so, so just, did,
0: did Cal have one of those? Th- there's a baby? I'm did assuming attached that for. Eh. And it also
1: makes me think back into the 78 Superman seeing little boy Cal growing up (laughs) in the little pod and floating around in there. Yeah. So was that umbilical fluid? He
0: had (laughs) baby Einstein. He he was good. He had everything he needed in there.
1: And sailing by Christopher Cross. I mean, that goes really well as you coast by Mars.
0: So basically (laughs) in the same way that Superman is Superman because of Jonathan and Martha – and the way he was raised, and of course Lois, and just who he grew up to be. Edge is who he is, and this is something we've seen uh, used before in Superman many times, that you know mm-hmm. he landed somewhere else and he didn't have those same experiences. And that turned, shaped him, him into who he became.
1: You know the Russian version, like when the the story of course of Superman landing in Russia is called Red Sun. Yeah. What would you call a Kryptonian that lands and grows up in England?
0: It's called. What True, color is that? It's called True Brit, and it exists actually. Oh. Yeah.
1: Wow, I just got well actually right he's on got, the podcast. He's
0: got. <laughs> he's got the. It's like the. It's the Shield but it's on the Union Jack. Like it's. Uh, it's. It's real. It's a real thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh how about the defense counsel are those the, the he mentions the defense counsel are those the guys that go
0: guilty guilty I, I would assume that was the prosecution counsel i don't know yeah you know.
1: yes true no, that's I true I, mean, I always they those, weren't on trial <laughs>
0: those those are in 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 seventy eight those are the those are the elders those are the kryptonian elders oh, okay uh same way I assume that they were intended to be in man of steel in in snyder's film so uh, I don't know if the defense council is, I-, I was very intrigued by the idea of who the eradicator, there's a name drop for you. We'll get to <laughs> soon. Um, that made my death of Superman heart very giddy when I heard it, uh, who we get to pick and choose exists. Um, we got everybody, it- we got all of them. We got the whole, the whole roster or we're just, or we just, it's this a 18 a- B team. Which string are we running with here?
1: I am assuming if it was run by Zeta Rowe and uh, he's, you know, probably worse than his son, I'm assuming, <laughs> uh, that it's, you know, of course, his idea, the the best and brightest.
0: But, you know, I mean, we don't have any reason to believe that Zeta was bad. I mean, just because well, Edge Ed showed up here murdering people the second he got <laughs> here, but they were also pulling weapons on him the minute he got here. Right. That's one thing. You never uh, see You never see Jonathan Kent welding a shotgun. In any Superman origin story.
1: I was totally fooled by that uh, scene in the previews. You remember last week I was saying that it was, uh, you know, people... The Smallville was, like, thinking everybody was being snatched, so they're, like, shooting at kids in the woods. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it was Young Edge.
0: And where was that scene, even? Did I miss it? I guess I missed it.
1: Where he's running from the... Where he's running people. from him in
0: the woods? I guess I missed that scene yeah. completely. Yeah. I, um... It turns out that the guy that the one we were trying to figure out who they had in holding during the trailer was actually Young Edge himself.
1: Right, right. He had his, a better haircut back he had, then.
0: Had a, yes. He had rough hair. <laughs> he had rough hair. It's um,
1: kind of a rocker back then.
0: He's, he's a self-made man. Say what you will, but he's uh, he's done all right for himself. Here's my curious – my biggest Capitalism. question. Yeah, my biggest question at the end of the episode is, say this all took place on Friday. What happens at Edge Intercourt Monday? Is Lana just get up and go to work? <laughs> like what's going on in that office Monday morning?
1: A lot of paper shredding. <laughs>
0: I have some questions. You thought Enron had a rough uh, Monday. Right. This is, this is totally different.
1: Jeez. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, I mean, the the young executive program.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think I, it's, know, I think it's done. Uh,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> I think we're I think we're done with it.
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, 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 Edge or Talro or whatever uh, drops. You'll be eradicated too, mm. uh, right at the beginning. So mm-hmm. we get eradicate uh, first thing.
0: It's a good scene. That him flying them off into the not-quite-sunset, but through the desert, through the rocks and everything, and kind of pummeling them as they went. It was a good opening.
1: The effects were awesome in this episode. They really
0: were. Strong, strong episode for the visual effects department. Uh, We're then in the Cushing home, and this is all, again, right after last time on Superman and Lois. I mean, we have have not let, let a week happen in between or anything. We're definitely picking right up where we left off. Uh, Which includes uh, everything that happened with Kyle storming, uh, not storming off, but following Emily out Mm -hmm. of the auditorium during the talent show. And then you will remember what happened there. He went to the kid home and choked Lois out, which I can't wait to talk about Lois (laughs) showing up here in a few minutes. Um, And Lana's covering for Kyle because obviously it's not necessarily his fault. I mean, the idiot didn't know getting a machine. But, you know, he, uh, he he wanted to better himself, and they can't tell Sarah that. So, where is the younger kid? Especially here in a few minutes. Where is that kid? <laughs> uh,
1: I think last we heard, she's at the grandparents. She
0: is. Lana said it. But she didn't right. say that till after. So, when that scene happens in a few <laughs> scenes, I was like, where's the kid? I this wasn't
1: her. the same night when they were supposed to watch a movie, and then all the... No, no. That, no, was, that was a few episodes night. ago.
0: <laughs> she just keeps disappearing. She's like the, the other kid from Cobra Kai.
1: I am telling you, uh, there is something going on with Sophie. Uh-huh. Sophie is really endgame for this show. Um, I, I really thought so-
0: I really thought Sophie was going to be Laura, but we ended up going with Lana instead.
1: That would have been decidedly weirder. <laughs> I was thinking Lana being mom was weird, but yeah, little you know, girl mom.
0: <laughs> it was, and I know we'll talk about it more in a minute. It it was also kind of sweet, though. Oh, it was wonderful. I mean somebody watched back to the future I mean there was a, some Marty McFly level weirdness you know the the elephant in the room you have to kind of address at the same time but it was also kind of she played it great but mm-hmm. it was it was also kind of a touching thing but I also really liked that Lana got to talk to Superman not Laura but actually like Lana got to meet Superman That
1: was that was a, I I, I was completely caught off guard I mean much like she was Yeah <laughs> That we, she walks I mean, up and she's like huh
0: Yeah we, thought, we, we love Superman 3, so that's a, that's a little, yeah. you know, that doesn't get to happen a whole lot in live action, so <laughs> harkens back a little bit there to me.
1: Well, I, I'm i assuming we're going to see a little bit more of what she may or may saw uh, back, way back when, next week it Willed seems. An, yeah. And oh. moving
0: forward, uh, at the Kent home, <laughs> we've still got the military on the property. Clark arrives with a heavy head. Heavy is the head of... The man who just found out he has a half brother named Talro.
1: Yeah, sometimes you just you get you come home to your wife and you're like, "I've got a story," <laughs> you know. And this is one of those nights oh, for Clark.
0: We we were <laughs> we were on one today. Let me tell yeah. you.
1: <laughs> let oh me tell boy. you, this wasn't like a this wasn't any sort of fight on uh, uh, Battle Planet yeah, or whatever. L- Luther,
0: Luther, <laughs> green, purple, mechanical suit, blah blah blah. No, <laughs> this one, this one, this is a this is a two beer night.
1: <laughs> I uh, wish I could get drunk. Uh, I yeah. wish that I wish that line was in the pilot. I know,
0: <laughs> I know. Um, Clark is telling Lois and the boys about everything, and um, you know they have so many questions. Clark has so many questions that he doesn't have answers for. But Lois is like, "You've got to go and find out if all of that he's saying is true. He could be lying to you. We don't know. You need to go to the fortress. You need to talk to Jor El. You need a portal in a cave, and you just need to know because he can fly." <laughs> he can he um, but she's like, we're fine here. We're all fine here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Edge is not coming here. We're we're heavily.
1: I mean, I don't up. blame them You know, they were attacked by three possessed Kryptonians.
0: Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's he just was... that's just three of what we end up yeah. seeing later on. Mm-hmm. Dozens, dozens, all in Smallville, and waiting. And all they have to do is pretty much see Lois to get. To t- turn angry eyes, I guess. <laughs> um, at the Fortress of Solitude, Jor-El explains that there wasn't the need to tell Clark that he had a half-brother. It didn't involve you.
1: yeah. Uh, from a certain point of view, I, I might have already told you. Yeah. Uh, you never know.
0: I said you were the last son of Krypton, not the only last son of Krypton. Wait a, wait a minute.
1: So I guess maybe they didn't know he had escaped by the what time they he did was and didn't uploaded. know
0: what they did and didn't know is very confusing to me because when Laura is talking to we got Laura Lana and Leslie Lar. When Laura is talking to Superman, she says, you know, he asked about the Sunstone crystal and she's like, "Well, Tal- you know, Talro you know, Tal- stole that." And she's like, "Well, how do you know that if you yeah. At what point were you uploaded? Because at a certain point, you can't remember everything. It's not like you can remember the destruction of Krypton.
1: Maybe so, she yeah. heard it from somebody else that got uploaded
0: later. Heard it through the Krypton there go. Grapevine. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> Solved. Solved. <laughs> sold? Either way. Sold. Um, and... Sold. Sold. <laughs> so the woman inside another woman. Wait. Um. So... Uh.
1: That's the title that's of my sophomore album.
0: Easy. So... Yeah, I kept getting a little confused on how much information was exposition was being given versus how much knowledge was there to give said exposition.
1: That and just like you know, you think the classic version of Krypton exploding is uh, Jerel. Well, in you know, in seventy eight, it's Jarrell and Lara together, and things are falling, and we never uh-huh. see them again. Uh-huh. And then, of course, there's uh, Jarrell dying. Right, he dies in Man of Steel.
0: Zod kills him before, yeah, yeah. and then it's some some, hour, some hours or days before the actual destruction of Krypton, before right. Zod gets put in the Phantom Zone, and then you've got you know uh, Smallville, where yes, it's they send the ship off and they die together, but Jor has also uploaded all these consciousnesses of everybody, uh, all the clones into the Omega Hedron, but. <laughs> well, they did. But, you know, it, the thing with that was they only had memory up until they only had the memory up until they get uploaded into the Omega Hedron. So anything that happened to the Zod Prime or Jor El Prime after that, which is kind of where all this plays into, is not uploaded into the orb. So once they get to Earth, they only have memories up until the point that they are implemented into the Omega Hedron. That, and then everything after that, the destruction of Krypton, they weren't actually there to witness, so they don't; those clones don't remember any of that. Which is kind of what I was getting here, the vibe, but then some of the things were really close up until the time that um, the destruction of Krypton had happened. We also don't really understand how the Eradicator suddenly showed up on Earth with all these consciousness pods either.
1: Yeah, were that was that knocked off course or Yeah. <laughs> you know. Was
0: so again, was that 6 months? That was 6 years ago, right? Does that what right. is that flashback yeah. was 6 years ago? So it's taken him 6 years to somehow develop this technology that Laura created and to get the machine going and start churning these people out.
1: Yeah. You know what actually killed me that I did not realize you know, all this time we've been watching is that the sunstone and what we now know as the eradicator are the same color. So yeah. it's like, yeah, we could have had more of a clue yeah. if we realize they're pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. playing fast Sunstone fast loose. just holds jor We're just playing fast loose <laughs> with the technology a little bit. We got to, um, but jor does explain that the only person who could turn everyone back is, the way that they came is the person who created the technology and lo and behold, that person is your mother. Right. Um she wanted to restore Krypton. That was her intent, but not the way that um Edge is doing it. Right. Um with nefarious means and using, you know, human hosts to embody Kryptonians. Um but he was saying that they wanted to colonize and enslave other worlds. Um which kind of you know, that's not something big that JorEl that JorEl's big on. You know, that's science and 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 all good things, uh, not necessarily you know the enslaving of other worlds. Uh, but this is where we get to hear JorEl call the pod the Eradicator. So, uh, if you want to talk a little bit about the Eradicator, I can kind of clue you in on how that came to be because um, it's actually one of my favorite. Things from the comics uh, around the time of the death of Superman. I was I was big into the uh, death of Superman. That was that was a huge storyline for me in the comics because I really <laughs> like. I I remember like skipping class, <laughs> skipping school to go get that comic when it came out. Uh, the Eradicator, though, like in the comics, though, is a it's basically a weapon, uh, but it merges with a human body in the Death of Superman storyline to become the last son of Krypton. So when Superman dies after his battle with Doomsday, four Super- you've probably heard this before, and there's been, you know, recently, there's been some uh, animated movies, the two-part animated movie, which included on this. But four people come up in after the death of Superman when he fights valiantly to defend Metropolis in the world against Doomsday. Obviously, he loses in the months that follow. Four Superman come up, and that is... Uh, the Eradicator being one of them who calls himself the last son of Krypton. Uh, looks the most like Superman if you remember from uh, early ni- early to mid-90s. Except he's got those yellow uh, glasses on. So uh, You've also got Steel, uh, who we also have already had on the show. John Henry Irons. So now you've already gotten two characters of the four uh, laid out in the first ten episodes of Superman and Lois. So... There's two of those knocked out. Then you've also got uh, Hank Henshaw, Cyborg Superman, who looks like Superman but also half-robot, and then Superboy. So the Eradicator is one of those. Um, He, in in the distant, like distant Krypton is where he kind of came to be, Um, it was a device used to protect krypton in a way like honor krypton in its and honor its culture and, and preservation but um obviously also gets used for some nefarious reasons what most people know eradicator to be though is from the period of time where superman had been killed uh by doomsday the eradicator comes back to earth his energy body uh, has been utilized in the fortress, and upon learning of Superman's death, he goes to the tomb and takes Superman's body from the tomb. So when that happens, you've seen that before. A lot of people always thought it was like Sleuther, who was actually the eradicator um, that took Superman. So in that you know storyline, in most instances where you've seen him in the pages of DC Comics, he is a full-fledged human. Um, but it is, it is technology. Uh, I don't remember any point in time, maybe new 52, which is not my strong suit where Laura had anything to do with the eradicator. I don't know if that's new to this show or not in my bringing up of reading Superman comics. Uh, I don't remember any time when the eradicator was developed by Laura. So do what you will with that.
1: And, you know, who knows, maybe Jonathan,
0: Jonathan Superboy or, so we got or three. Jordan. We got three, you know, so we're quickly building to the death of Superman, right? Even though the name doomsday has been dropped before.
1: Right. And was that on another earth where we see Lois with Superman dead? The death of yes, Superman, but that, that was, was in-
0: also Lex that killed him. It was just, re- that's right. It was recreating the, the death of Superman cover ish. So he,
1: he, the one we're following right now did not go through that.
0: The we don't know that our Superman did not die. We know we only know that he is faced off against Doomsday because in Crisis was it the first episode of Crisis. It was whenever Clark and Lois were on Argo and Clark's changing Jonathan's. Yeah, it was it was Crisis. Clark's changing mm-hmm. Jonathan's diaper and Lois is like, oh, the Man of Steel has fought General Zod and Doomsday, and I feel <laughs> like she mentions like two other people, and we were like, That's oh. right, and you know. Now, then, now he's changing dirty diapers. Um, so, pre-crisis, yes, our Superman had faced off against Doomsday before. Whether or not that Superman had died, don't know. But if you're used to hearing of the four Superman, Reign of Superman storyline, that is Cyborg Superman, Eradicator, Steel, and Superboy. That's kind of where that came out of. And oddly enough, we, as Robin just said, not only two, but I guess if you threw Jordan into the mix, we technically have three. Yeah. of the of the superman in the face of superman's death. So, is that what we're building to at the end of the season? Clark sacrificing himself against Edge and the erratic yeah. getting his consciousness back in his body and all that good stuff?
1: Perhaps. We just uh, did
0: the, we just did the death of Superman with you know, <laughs> Justice League and Snyder cut and all that, so it's a popular storyline. Like I said, I was I was there when uh when when that hit, I, I remember ditching school and going and being like, "Give me my comic, uh, I've, I want to read what happened."
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to be like I was in downtown Metropolis when that all oh, went down.
0: Sure, man. I was there, <laughs> like nom. Ugh. Um.
1: So, uh, Jonathan actually tells Jordan uh, about the video.
0: Yeah. That he oh saw. gosh. Yeah. That. So was that's huge. going on still. Yeah. I'm glad he let somebody else in on that. That's a lot to carry on yourself. But he's also putting it all together. He's like, what if this is the same thing that happened there? Because suddenly Mm -hmm. there were Kryptonians on that Earth, too. And what if, you know, whatever happened caused Superman to... But that Superman had to be... You know, I I get the idea that that Superman was probably just Superman. There was no Clark Kent to him. There was no humanity humanity to him. And while he was probably doing good deeds... And still helping people, yeah. You know, once his once he had you know family, once once the Kryptonians started showing up, it turned him. Whereas yeah, our that's what I, Whereas yeah. our Clark has his humanity. Had Jonathan and Martha, had Lois, and wouldn't even be tempted to turn from that, even in the face of his of of blood relatives showing up.
1: I, I mean, that's what I was thinking. This is a Superman without Lois, so. That's yeah, all you need to know. About that's all in the you, world.
0: Yeah, that's all you need to know, right there. I mean, yeah. Lois is Superman's Superman. So you know, I mean, that if you don't have that, if that character doesn't have a Lois Lane, not that he doesn't have his own moral compass from being raised by Jonathan Martha, but if you don't have Lois, quite frankly, if you don't have Lois, you're not Superman, in my opinion. You may be mm-hmm. Kal El from Krypton, and you might be wearing the the shield of the House of El, but. Being Superman is, in part, being with Lois Lane. That That's a huge part of being Superman to me.
1: Didn't Superman date Wonder Woman at one time, though?
0: Yeah, I don't care about that. So, <laughs> but he still even... Okay, fine. But he still knew... <laughs> he st- I hate that. I, I don't know why they did I, that.
2: He, I know. He knew Lois, though.
0: Like, Clark worked with Lois. Like, there was still a Lois in his life that, that embodied that for him. Mm. You know, I... say what you will about that yes obviously and then even in the death of Superman 2 movies is in that same continuity where they had dated where Superman Mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't know why we keep going back to the well on this like stop trying to reinvent the wheel you're not going to do it you've got the best couple ever for since 1938 like right use it well and don't go you know killing her off just to make for people to be sad and fridge people to be stupid over
1: right So talked about the previews earlier, uh, what I was thinking going into this episode after watching that preview. And one thing that kind of irked me was seeing Lois being held by the neck again. I mean, Lana. Yeah. This is like her first time, (laughs) first time, Uh, (laughs) but Lois being held by the neck again after the last episode and how Lois immediately stops that from happening In this episode, made me so
0: Oh, she walked in knowing what she was doing. That was so cool. And she was was like, I'm just checking on everything, you smug son of a... You know, just walking (laughs) in, has the kryptonite enclosed in her fist Mm -hmm. and is ready to go. Not only has... Went in as bait, got him down, and then the army comes in and swoops in and, and, you know, takes him into custody. That's fine. I wish we had gotten his name. I wish. I, I oh, was, of the Kryptonian of the that Kryptonian was possessing, that was inhabiting him. Yeah, I don't know why mm. I've, I keep going to inhabiting and not possessing. Right. I wonder in the writers' room what they call it. I wonder what the term terminology they've used. mean, that's the
1: only way. It's it's a body takeover. It's. So. I mean, you
0: said it last week. It was invasion of the body snatchers, which it right. kind of was with the whole military presence in town, and and then obviously when we the call goes out, we see. I wish we could have counted the number of—I mean, literally—how long he had been doing this, just turning massive people over and over into, you know, into the consciousness of a, of a Kryptonian that all seemed fine with enslaving the human race or taking them over or what have you. Nobody—you I mean, didn't have to question anybody on that. It was, were, yeah, was he good was to like,
1: go. "I just want the evil ones." Yeah, <laughs> the evil ones. I'm going to get them, my whole crew of evil people.
0: You know, we're gonna go uh, down by the train tracks, and we're gonna go over the train tracks, and all the people lived over there. Those are the ones. That's what he was like.
1: I'll get mother out last. I mean, yeah. I don't want her to and talk mom. me out of this. And mom,
0: <laughs> okay. Hughes. All these people were in Fort Ross. Um, <laughs> what Fort Ross? Was that, oh, was, that from somebody, was that from something else? That's I think right. I remember. Should we talk about that? A lot of uh, people are angry are that yeah. that that they felt that there was a lot of Supergirl erasure on, I tried to discover, you you know, that, (laughs) did that make you happy (laughs) that pulled a Robin? (laughs) That seemed like something you would do, Uh, that, that there was no mention of Supergirl in that. And I, I guess the takeaway I had from it was Supergirl always had, Kara always had Clark because when Kara showed up, Clark was already Superman. Clark lived here years, years as just himself, like nobody else. Right. Zod apparently at one point, but you know, like there was never any, uh, he didn't grow up with anybody to look up to or anything like that. So, you know, I, I just kind of took it as that I get, I get COVID, I get different reasons why they have not implemented the other shows into this. We've talked at about, that. you know, I, I didn't sit there and keep, I didn't, let me, let me, let me word it like this. In this particular episode, in episode 10, I didn't question the lack of reference of Kara any more than I would have from the previous nine episodes. Nothing in this episode made me go, now wait a minute, what about, K-? like, I felt like it's been the same throughout. I know at one point they said that there was, uh, when Lois quit the planet, that she was going to be clearing off her desk, and that it ended up either, I, don't, I think it got shot, I can't remember. But regardless, that it didn't make it to film. Uh, when she was clearing off her desk, there was a picture of her and Kara on the desk. So, you know, but that that didn't happen. Um, We know Diggle's coming. We finally get more references to the multiverse and things that have happened outside the universe of this show uh, on a broader spectrum, but still not referencing Supergirl or Flash or things like that just yet. So take that for what you will. I don't have a right answer for you. It's definitely left up to how you feel about it if you feel that the show is a racing supergirl i don't feel that way i feel like it's standing on its own as its own series and not relying on that i know a lot of people were like well in the first season of supergirl they mentioned clark you know constantly and i was like yeah because we've never had a supergirl <laughs> show before um, right. you know it was it was it's other than you know the 84 film with helen slater and Smallville, we'd never gotten Supergirl in live action. Those were both very brief instances in time, whereas this now is a six-season series. Uh, you know, and all praise to Melissa and everybody on that cast. I have nothing against it whatsoever. But I, I don't feel like this show was trying to harm that legacy in the least. I just feel like it's standing on its own two legs a little bit, so to speak. And um, would, I I, li- I- would I like a car reference? <laughs> Absolutely. But sure. I, I didn't feel discounted for not having one at the same time
1: i mean the thing is when supergirl was mentioning clark all the time in the first season there wasn't a superman show wouldn't it be tiring if supergirl was Mm -hmm. now still talking about you know especially on the other episode over on the other show
0: and especially because because of covid because of timelines because of what was supposed to happen on that show versus what they ended up doing by the end of the season cutting it short and what they've forced into, the, they were forced to do into this season to tie up last season and Melissa's pregnancy. I mean, it's just become its own, this has just kind of become its own thing and it's very much still a sister show or cousin show, I guess, yeah. to, to Supergirl but I I don't need I don't need constant Easter eggs and references and callbacks and, and things Please, that no. are just going to remember this, see this and it's like, yes, they exist in another city miles and miles away and I I fully believe that Clark and Kara will talk either on this show before the end of the season or on Supergirl before the end of her series. But it is it has gotten very different even down to the design of things. I mean, I think about the Fortress on Supergirl versus the Fortress on Superman and Lois and how different, you know, it's <laughs> I guess it's easy to, easy to forget they're happening uh on the on Earth Prime, but I it's not just, it's not a hang up enough for me to worry about
1: and they're just i don't know to me it's like they're different shows they're just different shows yeah. and it it would be weird to mention some stuff that happens like okay so supergirl mentions like oh yeah i heard that uh, morgan edge <laughs> Was uh, you know trying to uh, bring all the? Eh, I'll stay in my city. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I got my. Own I don't thing. want any thinking about this.
0: You deal with that. I got the Phantom Zone going on over here, man. So, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll, at Thanksgiving we'll catch each other up.
1: Right. So oh, okay. So so back to the scene though. After Lana takes, or sorry, after Lois takes Kyle down, like he's down. They don't need to kick in Lana's door. Like if I was Lana, I'd be like, hey,
0: <laughs> the door. They're not just gonna. You know, ding-dong, hello, <laughs> let myself in here. Uh, you actually did have in the notes here that Sophie was at the grandparents and doesn't know anything. Sarah, however, did leave earlier because she was mad at Kyle, so she stormed out and she is not responding to anything Lana is saying. Uh, Lana is now at Clark and Lois's house, uh, you know, under under their care, uh, getting caught up on all that's happened. And I loved this line, too. Lana says, you know, and it was in the preview for last week. It was in the promo. You know, it has been so long since anything strange happened in this town. I mean, I thought we were done with this kind of stuff. And then this happens to my husband. Clark's like, eh.
1: And that makes me want to, like, what is is she referring to? You know, how many adventures did Lana have back in the day? How much (laughs) do
0: you know or not know? Lois says that they need to find the eradicator and the machine hidden in this facility and they put a photo of I love how they've got a projector screen going. Yeah. Oh, that's our camping trip, not the um, – well,
1: I mean it, Lana Lana should be like, You you wanna just show me this on your phone? I mean, Yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't really do we have to have it that back on the screen? Well, I didn't, um, need to, I
1: didn't come here for a presentation, <laughs>
0: but they do. They do tell her everything. They tell her about that kryptonite and how mm-hmm. its connection to Smallville natives make them the prime, you know, candidates for the inhabitation of the Kryptonians. And Lana is, and it's It was a fantastic little arc for her throughout this episode. I mean, she's felt guilty, obviously, because once she finally believed Lois that or Edge had, you know, nefarious means for bringing all these people in. Um, she's just feels so guilty about having a hand in this and recruiting people actively mm. and, um, and now, you know, for it to have happened to her husband too.
1: Yeah, for sure. And just the fact that Lana started this show feeling guilty about what she's done to Smallville or been a part of that's yeah. happened to her, you know, fellow citizens and now it's like and then it got worse. <laughs> then it I did. made it even worse. It did,
0: but it 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 did make for a good moment. When I mean, there was like we kind of, there was kind of the ick factor that we talked about earlier, um, or uh, the McFly factor, not the ick factor, because it's really not icky. It's just it was just
1: not that there's anything wrong. Not with Not that. there's
0: anything wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, <laughs> it was it made her her sacrifice because she didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, Lois even tells her we don't know if you're going to. If this is reversible, you know, you might be stuck this way. You might die. We don't know what's going to happen to you. And Lana's like, I have to save my family. I have to save this town. I have to do something. And I am the cause of a lot of this. So let me, you know, let me do it.
2: I mean, it's the, of-
0: the first time anybody was shown that machine and was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm like fully okay <laughs> with it. Whatever happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I, I understand there was a, you know, they're pressed for time. But I was while watching the episode at that part, I was like, "Don't let her do it! Like, what, what Why would you let her do that?" But I they guess it's just, it. you what, know, a,
0: what other other choice did they have?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Like Superman was definitely not ready to just be like, "Oh, sure, go ahead."
0: Except for Sophie. <laughs> Sophie was the only other choice.
1: That's true. That's where they could have brought. I'll do it.
0: Let me look at you with my own eyes.
1: (laughs) I was just over at the soda shop.
0: (laughs) Uh, Lana, they're going through the projector screen. Lana recognizes Dr. Dabney Donovan, which might be Mm -hmm. a name that you recognize if you are familiar with DC Comics. He's a personal (laughs) physician who performed health exams. Basically, he was the one to give the okay on anybody that signed up uh, to be in the program, a.k.a. in the machine. Um, he went to MIT, he gave all that up to work with edge and they were like, that seems weird. Why would you give it up to go to Smallville and work with Morgan edge? Uh, in the comics, uh, Donovan was a big wig at project Cadmus. So, uh, right. obviously a, a team of scientists is there that help Superman. So,
1: um, yeah, uh, I did some research on this. Uh, not that I like to look up too much comic stuff, but this one he had various generic creations, such as the Harries, a group of mentally enhanced hippies.
0: <laughs> they were based on the monkeys. <laughs> yeah. And
1: the DN aliens.
0: Yeah. Had, these are some had, cool names. Had some names in the seventies, didn't we? <laughs> uh, I think he actually was born out of the Jimmy Olsen comics, if memory serves too. And so mm. if you know anything about the Jimmy Olsen comics and those ridiculous covers from that era... Uh, mm-hmm. You can kind of get a, uh, an idea for where this character came out of. Um, that was not James time. That no. was Jimmy time. Jimmy time. So, but basically it all goes back to something we've been screaming on this show for weeks. We need to find that machine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we've been saying that for a while now. Um,
1: well, they finally know where it is.
0: Yes. We're at the DOD base camp, which has been set up uh, in the streets of Smallville. Uh I
1: love how the movie theater says, welcome to Smallville.
0: Barbed wire (laughs) everywhere. Um, They are trying to track down Donovan. Uh, You liked this line?
1: Oh, yeah. Sam's local, state, FBI. I want the Cub Scouts after this
0: guy. You know, after I kind of took, and I guess I was just piling on with uh, Lois and and Jonathan last week on taking Sam to task. I Mm like Sam a whole lot more in this episode. And again, I love Sam. I I just... I hate that he always kind of has has to be the bad guy and that's just that's just his role in this. A, a bad guy, not the bad guy, but he's he's going to no. he's going to kind of got to be bad cop and and I hate that they always have to do that. But he was also very active in helping in this one and not right. not being in the way, so to speak. Um so we're just going to keep calling him Kyle L. I mean I think that makes the most sense, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I was trying to figure out some sort of name for these uh, for the possessed people and Kyle L, really,
0: I think. I even said, though he's
1: definitely not L,
0: I think I said Kyle Andy Kyle, what did I say? Kyle can Orion I, I don't remember. Kyle L works uh, just fine. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, I love the lines that Eric Valdez gets in this he episode. Did great,
0: even just for being in a cage for ninety percent of the episode, he he did great. I I wish we'd gotten to find out who he was. Under yeah. the the flesh under his skull, that line I will me- melt your f- flesh. I will your melt skull. your skull. <laughs> Not today. Nope. Not at all.
1: Yeah, he's already like Sam. Immediately was just like, "Yeah, bring me the uh, the glass case." You know, with yeah. the uh, special radi- radiation. You Don't tell
0: Superman. You know, that <laughs> other thing we had that we were going to tell him about. We got all kinds of tricks down here in yeah. Project Seven Seven Three Four. Sarah has been found. She is with Jordan and Jonathan because Lois did say earlier she would ask the boys to try and reach out to her and see if she would talk to them because they were very worried about where she would end up and if, you know, Kyle was going to hurt her. didn't know what to think of it. I mean, obviously, it choked out Lois and Lana, so anybody else is fair game at this point. Um, But she keeps talking about how her dad's just a disaster and her mom's, you know, defending him and, you know, she needs to actually do something about it and Jonathan's like, fine i'm just gonna tell you the truth your dad's been body snatched um it was made for i mean it wasn't a funny scene but it was it was a lot of information to take in a lot of exposition that you know just kind of i guess when you're looking outside and all these military trucks are driving by anyway you just kind of have to swallow it and go with it and that uh their, their grandfather that sam uh has kyle he's in custody he's not gonna hurt anybody else right now um, but Jordan's like, Hey, why don't we go see your dad? And it's like, what? That's not a good idea at all. I mean, yes to convince her, but you know, that's not going to go well in the least to try and you know, let's, let's gain access to this military base a, and then B let's show you that the husk of your father that is housing some murderous Kryptonian, uh, because that seemed like a good idea at the time um obviously in a minute will find out that it was not okay uh and sam even tries to get in the middle of that but it doesn't happen that uh, still happens anyway excuse me they still get to go in and see him which just seemed like a bad idea but we're back in the kent home lois is asking clark why edge would give superman time to make a decision um you know when they when we last left him off at the beginning of that episode after the not really a fight the shove if you will the flying shove right. uh kind of him yeah he just kind <laughs> of the him, back end yeah yeah he just kind of gives him the the time to mull it over and see if you want to join us <laughs> as we find out later or them and that great line that Adam wrote for this episode there is no us and them um you know and absolutely that, it's something that's been said other ways before obviously you know it's and. I still love in Man of Steel when Clark's like Krypton had its chance, like you're not going to build Krypton on the bones of Earth. You know, that's just not going to happen. They think maybe, but they think maybe Edge isn't ready yet, that everything's not set. Mm -hmm. So he's just buying some time because they aren't done. Um, But all that gets put on the back burner because they have found Donovan. And they're out on the front porch, and there's military everywhere. And he's like, "Well, oh, they found Donovan. Um, um, guess I'll go out back, and, take, yeah, the take the tunnels, uh, uh, yeah, go through the barn. Maybe." I love that Lois kind of that he goes in the house. Lois get kind of leans on the railing or whatever, and looks back off into the into the distance. And you still hear the poof, you know of him flying off, yep. Uh just way off in the background. Uh, yeah, he
1: can't help but let it rip a little bit. No, it's, it's can just all. silently go away. <laughs>
0: Uh, we're at the facility finally where we the air fryer has been, uh, <laughs> finally find out where this thing's been sitting for the past several weeks. Donovan is very surprised when Superman busts in. He was not expecting that at all. And he's like, look, you got to reverse this. you got it. I don't know how you reverse an air fryer. You can turn it upside down, whatever you got to do. But we got to reverse this thing. I want to uncook the fish.
1: Right. Uh, isn't there a switch that yeah, you know, goes just on, just on, like, reverse?
0: If I turn it yeah. all the way to the left, is it undo yeah. what we just did? Can we switch what if it?
1: I just go through the back?
0: Yeah, just just reverse me through it back there. If we switch it FM to AM, is it anything like mm-hmm. that? Donovan said he barely understands how this technology even works. Somebody make, make me think I can I can reverse it. I can't reverse it. It's just like you got to find whoever the hell invented this thing.
1: I'm sure Donovan is one of those guys that gets paid tons of money and it kind of every once in a while looks at the camera of life and is like I, I obviously don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I fooled them all.
0: <sighs> Jokes on you. Um
1: Yep. Oh yeah, the uh, Kryptonian uh, dude sure. <clears throat> I love Clipboard, Clipboard,
0: I love when Clipboard. Sam I love when Sam was like so who invented this thing? I was like my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mother. So when that happened, I kind of knew what was coming. I I I I guessed at that point that it was going to end up being Laura because they were going to have to bring her in to to undo it all.
1: Right, and you assumed that it was going to be Lana, which yeah,
0: yeah, didn't you? Okay, were you were you was your head there yet?
1: Uh, I don't know. I was assuming they were going to like have a little projection of lara like jerell does oh
0: no i knew that i knew just
1: point the uh the eradicator at lois's screen Uh you know
0: (laughs) no i knew i i I knew where they were going with this and i i i I really did like it i really did think it was a very sweet sweet thing but i also have something to pick your brain about when we get down here in a minute too to Mm. discuss that i'm very curious about and instantly like i when when this moment happened in the episode i paused the episode went rolled back five minutes and watched it all again i was like mm. <laughs> um lois and lana walk in they're at the base camp now where superman and sam have arrived with the machine lana is stunned to see superman in real life we were talking about this at the beginning of the episode and i just love hey. that she's never seen him and now that this you know Th- this meeting gets to happen it was it was a cool moment for for a long time Superman fan for me, it was a neat moment. I felt like,
1: yeah, I guess with this Superman, I just assumed that his uh teenage hood was like Superboy, not like Smallville, you know,
0: like he was
1: flying around in his little
0: yeah I, <laughs> his I, little I, we, we'll know more next week about what happened post the bench. Obviously, yeah. but for all <laughs> intents and purposes now, all we know is he left then and didn't really, and he still seemed very young then, but
1: he stopped those guys from stealing TV and they're like, Oh, he's, and he's like, Oh, I, I found my, den-
0: uh, my density. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, it all goes back. Uh, it all goes
1: back. <clears throat>
0: um, I don't know. I just, I really liked that she got to meet him. It was, it was a nice moment for me. Also, I really enjoyed her and Lois's friendship. In this episode, mm-hmm. especially when Lois stops trying to push her away from making the decision to do it and just embraces her, you know, and just like mm-hmm. there's, you know, you've already made your mind up and you know how, how brave she was for doing that. I really enjoyed, uh, their kind of partnership in this one. Yeah. Uh, Superman asks Donovan if they can communicate with minds and the eradicator. Nope. They cannot. They can only talk if they're hosted. They're not. Really it's
1: good. Alive. They asked a question
0: yeah it's just just yeah that way we don't have to ask the question Mm -hmm. um sam says they need to volunteer fast lana as we've already talked about volunteers sam's all for it good let's get it going lois clears the room to talk to uh to talk to lana not lois and superman (laughs) uh superman walks by lana and nods i love that (laughs) yeah uh thank you um and we just talked about the scene already that, you know, right, she, right. she feels a responsibility for what all has happened. She needs to do this to fix her husband, for her kids, for everyone in Smallville. And this is alien science, Lois says. And Lana says, well, it's a good thing. I'm just a local loan officer who doesn't know any better. Um, Still at the base camp. But meanwhile, on the other side of the wall, Jordan and Jonathan are trying to talk to who?
1: <laughs> GI jerk nuts, as that uh, in, Jonathan uh, says. yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, they want to get in to see Kyle because they want to convince Sarah that her dad's possessed by a Kryptonian at this point with all this going on, don't you, I just, nothing about this seemed like a good idea to me whatsoever, you know, and I agreed with Sam wholeheartedly when he arrived, pissed off Mm -hmm. telling Jonathan that, you know, Jonathan tells me I've already told her everything I'm done with your BS secrets. Um, Jonathan says Sam keeps acting like he's doing the right thing, but he keeps proving to be the exact opposite. Act like a real person and not a soldier, which ultimately lets that that way he lets them in.
1: Yeah, Jordan probably would have let Sarah just kind of believe what she was believing. But Jonathan is very much in his uh, opposition to Grandpa and post uh seeing his alternate uh, you, dad kill yeah, his alternate
0: alternate mom. mom i feel like all bets are off the table when that happens yeah. it's like i'm not gonna keep lying about this crap like stuff's happening right. and she's no i really thought by the end of the episode that she was gonna i really want sarah to know that clark is superman and not mm. anybody not lana or kyle or anybody else but i really want i really want sarah in on it for some reason i don't know why i just think that'd be a fun turn
1: Well, I'm sure they'll have a scene when, uh, Superman, uh, rescues, uh, Sarah's cat out of the tree and, you know, what happens after that, but, uh,
0: (laughs) or from an oncoming tractor trailer in the court, um, Kyle L as we call him, because we don't know who he actually is inside the body of Kyle jumps up when he sees John, the body of Kyle, (laughs) the body of Kyle, uh, (laughs) he jumps up, he's really pissed off at Jonathan. I was like, why is he? Oh yeah. He shot you. Now Mm I remember. Yeah. I
1: honestly thought there was going to be something. I mean, maybe it'll still happen in the future. Like uh, Kyle will be <laughs> repossessed, yeah, and uh, nice. <laughs> and then uh, go after Jonathan because yeah. I assumed he was going to escape. And go it, after. It, maybe it was uh, it, something we're thinking of doing. It
0: felt like it was building towards something right there that ultimately didn't come up. Like he was going to get out of the cage and come for him before the consciousness loss. Like he was going to be right. in in you know mortal danger before that happens. Um, Superman has told Lois that he doesn't really like the idea of Lana doing this. That you know that she's one of his closest friends, and Lois tells him that you know just go talk to her about it. Just, and which is it's you know she's known Clark for forty years 30 something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the math guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. account count Crisis? Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard a to time tell. jump and
0: several decades of them. Having known each other and dated. So, uh, what you will by
1: it. the way, uh, I don't I don't mean to go back, but this was an idea that I had. It's kind of like, you know, like a fun thing that we can do as dads, you know, and kind of report back to the podcast and let people know how it went. Uh, you know, just go to our, our daughters and tell them that, you know, your dad's not here anymore. He's a screaming corpse, ashes on the pyre. <laughs> Maybe not we'll record their cries and we'll play them on the podcast for everybody. I
0: I already go to (laughs) therapy. I don't want to also have to like plan for her to have to go to, um, what have you. Okay. So let's talk about the scene where Superman's talking to Lana. Um, I love that. You know, that he he thanks her for being brave. He says she doesn't have to. There ha- there's always another way. And Lana's like, did Superman just lie to me? And he's like, it wasn't a lie. I'm just <laughs> yeah. an optimist. There's, yeah, right. And that's a big Superman thing. There's always another way. There's, it's, you know, why and didn't kill, everything like that. There's always mm-hmm. another way to do anything. And she says, I guess that's what makes you a hero. And he says, you're the hero right now, Lana.
1: True. It's totally true. Did- like, they couldn't go any further without... <laughs> Did you help.
0: take anything away from the scene whatsoever except for what was on the surface?
1: Hmm. Uh, I'm intrigued. Did you,
0: when he called her Lana, her face changed.
1: Oh, like she recognized him,
0: his voice. Like she heard Clark saying Lana a thousand times before, mm-hmm. and there was no time to do anything about it. There was no time to react to it because then it was time to go get in the machine. But her, there, there was a wash. Over her face. It was quick. That. It was quick and it blinked because as soon as he did it, they were ready for her. and it changed. The, mm. whole, the whole thing had to change into mission mode. But there's but you could tell that he you could tell almost that he forgot who he was there for a minute and was supposed to be all Miss Lang and right. just kind of slipped into Clark Mrs. Cushing. And, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> And just kind of slipped into Clark mode, very comforting Clark mode. Not mm-hmm. even really Superman mode, technically, but just a comforting friend. It was like you're the hero right now, Lana. And I feel, I really feel like she heard her name out of that mouth and instantly realized, "Oh my God, you're Clark!" But there was no time yeah. to do anything about it. Like I really, I, I will be. I'm going to be actually kind of annoyed if that didn't happen, just based on how that went down, but I really feel like that the minute she heard her name uttered it it just, there was a change on her face, whether they played that on purpose or not. I don't know. Right. But it was like, I instantly was like, she knows, she knows it's him.
1: You know, it's hard to kind of swallow, you know, especially in, in modern days that people could be fooled by a guy wearing glasses. But if we are, Assuming this is a world where people are fooled by a guy wearing glasses, I would think if anybody was going to figure out
0: yeah, that yeah, Clark
1: exactly. was Superman, it's somebody that's known him for that long. You know, and I, maybe he's never been near Superman until this t- time, and then she's it kind of clicks.
0: It's, it's not something we ever had to worry about on Smallville, really, because he was always Clark on that show. Right. Snyder films, say what you will, obviously you and I both huge Donner, Christopher Eve fans. Mm-hmm. We've seen that scene a million times where he's going to tell Lois and takes his glasses off and stands up a little taller and mm-hmm. then slumps back down. And you're like, yes, I can fully believe that those are two different people. Like I, I would buy into that wholeheartedly that that's not the same individual because Christopher mm-hmm. Eve did such a fantastic job playing that. I'm going to say something here that might be a little controversial. Um, oh boy.
1: Not uh, really.
0: <laughs> not, not since all love to Tom Welling, all love to Henry Cavill. I not since Reeve has there been somebody I think that has played the dual identity alter ego role as well as as Tyler has. I and I give him. But if you look and specifically, I, I give you this if you look at those two character posters they released in the last few weeks, you know, they did a series of character posters for everybody. And if you put the Clark one next to the Superman one, he, he, he does a good job of being goofy Clark, not bumbling, mild mannered Clark, but just kind of goofy dad Clark versus what he becomes when he puts on that cape. And, I I gotta give him props for it, man. Because every week I'm like, yeah, let's see if he pulls it off again this week. Not negatively. Mm -hmm. I'm not you know you know rooting against him or anything like that. just watching
1: you crossed arms every week. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm
0: just I'm just you know I always that was a huge thing to me as a kid. That scene where he's you know waiting on Lois and he takes the glasses off Mm -hmm. and and you know just that oh when he stands a little taller. Two you know when she shoots him in the in the Donner cut. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they're at the Niagara Falls, and then he, you know, has to pretend he's, like, been shot, and then he, and then she calls him out on it, and he stands up. You know, all that. It's just oh, it's so good. And he— The oh, glasses
1: man. in the fire. Yes. I'm just going to continue the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he, like, realizes that, well, like, she sees him. I,
0: I know what I'm watching when we hang up tonight. Like, I, you know, I've already met that <laughs> let's decision. Let's watch together. Okay, let's, <laughs> the decision's been made for me, I feel like. Um Tyler just really does a good job at it. Again, yeah. We're huge Smallville fans. That was something we didn't really have to deal with on that show. We did kind of at the end no. when he kind of and
1: Cavill, like you know, barely had any time to be Clark. You know, a, a bit in mostly in Batman versus, mostly
0: Superman. in Dawn of Justice. Yeah, and he was yeah. kind of resigned himself to the role of the way he played it, which is fine. There was nothing against the way he played it. I I mm-hmm. liked his Clark. Um, I liked the Superman. I didn't always like the story, but I enjoyed the performance.
1: How about Ralph?
0: Um, Ralph was pretending to be Reeve.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what Superman Returns was. It was a direct sequel to Superman, the movie and Superman two. And, you know, obviously if you look at Ralph, uh, that was a huge part of it as well. I, he, he does fine doing it, but he, I also, there was, he did his own thing, but on the, some level too, that was impersonation. Um, not not all the way through a lot of that a lot of why i love return 98% of why i love returns is ralph um mm-hmm. and the amazing performance that he did and it wasn't just a carbon copy you didn't just look at him as like he's just pretending to be reef that wasn't the case at all but there were cues that he was taking from that and that he was supposed to because of what that film was and he did a he did a great job doing yeah. both but i think it was also a big piece of that whole puzzle of the Donner films that he was supposed to be doing that. Um,
1: I I think, I think he did a, a a pretty good Clark. And I think he brought a lot of those characteristics to the legends version of Ray, at least.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And then we also, I mean, obviously we got to see him in crisis, do that a little bit. We got one scene of him as Clark or two. Right. And then, you know, a couple scenes of his Superman, he was ultimately wasted. I feel like, um, and, and could have been utilized better. Uh, by the end of it, but what, you know, can't go back and can't go unring that bell.
1: You, you can't have two Supermen and not have them fight. some, one of them has <laughs> got to go evil.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you can't have Superman and not talk to Lex Luthor for the entire four episodes, but you know, yeah,
1: you know. he's talking to all the other ones. What have
0: yeah. It's, <laughs> talking to this one, talking to that one. Hey, talk to yours. Cause <laughs> dialogue says you're supposed to have been friends for a really long time before you turned on him but whatever (laughs) all that to say i've i've just i the one takeaway and of course adore bitsy adore bitsy's lois i i've really am so happy uh that they really took the time to do these character studies and that they're doing them differently than they did them on the previous crossovers um, not that there's anything wrong with those, but those were one-shot personifications of those characters, and they really have done the long haul with the homework here on paying homage to what has come before, while also you know doing their version of it the best that they can. And I'm I've, Tyler. I don't I don't understand why they won't let the two of them touch at all. Uh, uh, COVID, but you know they occasionally get a hug, and that's it. You can put her in bed with Steel, but you can't put the two of them in bed together or something—I don't know. But I just feel I'm like there's so much chemistry between them. There's so much chemistry yeah. uh, between the two of them. There's
1: and, more chemistry in them sharing a glass of wine together than there is them sitting in bed like reading magazines. Well, amen to that. Amen. I, I will. <laughs>
0: I will humbly agree with that. I just I I have adored the characterizations they have put forth on both of well all three of these characters really, and I I and just. Pleasantly surprised every time, especially when they're on screen together. All that to say, uh, and, I, was, uh, I feel like I was going somewhere with that, and I lost it long along the way. But I was well. All, all that to say is, I think Lana knows.
1: <laughs> oh, that's where we were. That's where we were.
0: Back twenty <laughs> well, minutes ago.
1: Well, I'm glad uh, you talked deeply about uh, characteristics, and you, you got right into uh, uh, the, the the deep. You know, the, the actual uh, people. The characters. I, I I'm trying to say a different word other than characters and it's just coming out as the oh, characters. Right. Uh may I get a little shallow and say Bitsy was gorgeous this week. Uh and that's all I'll say. I'm just saying I'll I'll know.
0: play the other side of that. Tyler was gorgeous okay. this week. <laughs> there you go. He was gorgeous. as well. They were all gorgeous. Yes. They were all gorgeous. Um mm-hmm. so we're Morgan calling Edge, so we're, flawless yeah, flawless. <laughs> so we're calling her Larna.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's Larna. Kyle L and Larna. Oh God. Mulva?
0: Mulva? <laughs> Dolores. Um, no, I'm I'm fine with that. That's just an interesting thing. But obviously so <laughs> L- L- Lana goes into the machine, huge music score cue here, bombastic, mm-hmm. just the whole thing. She comes out and is instantly uh she didn't need as long to percolate, I guess. She stayed. Uh, she stayed Laura the whole time. She didn't switch back and forth between Laura yeah, and Laura.
1: Well, you know, it's the, it, she says it depends on how willing the person is, you know? Yeah. So I think Lana was just kind of sitting in the background going, go ahead. yeah, <laughs> You have the floor.
0: You, I have taken a back seat <laughs> to this one. Right. You, you do what you need to do. I'll come back in the end. Um, she instantly knows that that, well, I mean, I'm sure the big. Kryptonian S didn't uh the House of El Shield didn't hurt things, but she instantly know that that's that's her
1: Lots of colors in this though. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I used to like black and like aluminum foil basically. Uh <laughs> some white. But the uh blue and red, that's a that's, that's a weird. choice.
0: It's good. It's good. Uh <laughs> since we recognize them. Cal El and Mother. You're safe and sound back in good old
1: nineteen fifty five. Uh we uh we, we talked about tyler's clark and superman but i i thought uh, emmanuel shiriki i think i pronounced her name right uh doing the lana versus Lara. i i, I really felt like that was did Lara. you it know did a good
0: job no i didn't question it and I, again i
1: it was really sweet too
0: i i guess had i not seen it coming it would have taken me a little bit longer to get used to the idea but seeing hmm. it coming i was fully into it when it happened uh, I bought into it. I, I bought. I think the reason I bought into it so well, though, and didn't get hung up on the whole "that's your ex" with your mother's consciousness inside of her. <laughs> um, and again, exes can be friends later in life. Obviously, they are, and there is nothing there between and whatsoever. mother and father too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. You can so, parent each other. Yeah, so I, I think what sold it for me though was Lana's reasoning of of her guilt. Her feeling so awful about the state of the town and what, you know, the hand that she played in it, whether right thing for the wrong reason or not. But, you know, uh, knowing how just guilt ridden she felt by the whole thing, I didn't. It made perfect – like, it, it played right to me. It felt like it was something out of Smallville, you know, to me. Like mm-hmm. it, all, it felt like a – it felt very familiar while also being new at the same time. <laughs> so I, I welcomed it a lot more than I wonder if the average viewer did.
1: You know, it's funny. Uh, I accepted Lana as Lara, and I'm, I'm kind of realizing it now. Like, we've really just seen Lana as a mom this entire show. So it just – it – instinctually instinctually uh you would just i mean i don't want to as...
0: pigeonhole her to that because she's so much more than just a mother but we but yes well, in most of yes, the scenes but... we've seen her she has played the role of the mother so you know it's i mean whether short she's of mothering her short, kids or or kyle you know short of martha yeah <laughs> short of martha being the host for laura i mean i feel like it made sense Right, in another, in another show, in another world, that's what they would have done.
1: Yeah, Clark's just standing there talking to a bench. Mother, <laughs> you sent me to Earth. Very
0: much still alive, Martha <laughs> would have accepted the presence of Laura. How about that? What would, right. we would have called that, Lartha? Um. Anyway, oh, was that Marla? Not, was that Marla? Not, was that not Lionel and Martha's shipper name on Smallville? Was it Lartha, or was it? Uh,
1: I don't think I uh, rode that ship.
0: Well, yeah, so I, I went down with it, so I'm I was, telling. I was Pertha. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Perry White and Martha. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. Um, where did we end up? Oh, I got, it's like, uh, I lost talking about whether or not Lana knows that, that Clark is Superman or Superman. No, no. Lana.
1: We, <laughs> Lana is now here. Not Lana. Lana's here. Yeah. <laughs> and she's talking about, uh, Safe and south, up work. The, back in old
0: 1885.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and she's like uh, Kryptonians are a peaceful people At least the majority of us I felt like she was giving a little shade to Zeta Like I hear you Zeta's listening right At least the majority of us yeah. uh, But kind of tells him uh, A little bit about uh, Stuff that jor wasn't <laughs> Ready to talk about apparently um, Being genetically matched With Zeta And then she met jor and ended The union with Zeta but I'm assuming uh Tal must have been eight or nine, maybe ten, you know when that happened? No. No?
0: I don't know how old he was.
1: Oh, you think he grew in the pod?
0: No, I think that's what where he that's the age that he was. I just don't know how much older than Cal El I'd put him I did not I d I didn't I don't have a good number for that.
1: Yeah, and that's if they're being grown underwater like to a lot of the stuff we saw in Man of steel.
0: Oh like sea monkeys. <laughs> Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But uh, and then uh, we find out about the whole revenge thing. You know why Clark had the Sunstone Pedral is because Laura was taken by Zeta. Her her Sunstone, her sunstone or whatever. crystal, yeah. was Taken,
0: yeah. And but like that was my question. It was like, okay, but couldn't you just make another one? Like, why is that the only one? You you existed there's long no en- You existed long enough to know that it was taken, so you had enough time to make another one. So why was that the only one? Like I that was Again, the consciousness <laughs> of knowing that it was removed but not having but not doing anything about the removal was was odd to me.
1: I mean, could Krypton been collapsing uh while uh Jor-El and Lara are preparing their pod For Clark uh, yes. Zeta sneaks in, grabs her okay. Little sunstone okay, And then, then gives it to
0: Okay, but then that begs the question how? That begs the question How did Then how did this Lara know That so close up against the destruction of Krypton
1: uh, She DVR'd it
0: uh, Yeah, yeah 168 <laughs> episodes of Bones Just gone <laughs>
1: It's a long journey, out. you know.
0: Yeah. You got Tivo in this thing? Um
1: So th- th- this was nice though when he he tells her about Martha and then Lois and the boys and boys. It's almost like it's almost like she's uh you know grandma's going to meet the yeah. kids. Yeah. She's
0: like oh, she's like tell me everything. He's like no time. We got about Tell me about my
2: grandbabies. We got
0: about 3 dozen earthlings to drop from the sky here in a minute. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're back at Victoria Mays because after you see your father be a murderous Kryptonian, I guess all you can do is get a milkshake. Jordan yeah, yeah. is upset that Jonathan told Sarah about that and made her sad. You made mm-hmm. Sarah sad. Jonathan says, I'm not going to feel bad for telling the truth. It tells right. him that they're, uh, to be there for her and, and, you know, that, that she needed to be aware of what was going on. You can't keep lying to her about everything. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I, it's, <laughs> You know that attitude works for this particular
0: circumstance, yes. but <laughs>
1: there are sometimes
0: and you, you cir- have to keep things to yourself. Circumstances are dire at the moment, but, but yeah, you're gonna have to hold back on that. Some you can't just be opening the barn gate over and over again. Um, I did like that. You know, she talks about remorse. You know, of what the last thing she said to her father because when she stormed out, right. she called him a drunk and all this other stuff. And she's right. like, I, "That's not the memory I want to have of the last time I talked to my dad." And Jordan's like, "We." We're just gonna have to hold on to hope and they touch.
1: That's a great I love hearing the word hope. Yeah. from yes. from the Kents. You know?
0: So that's, that's it. That's what it's all about. Um mm-hmm. Lar and Okey-pokey. Edge uh, find the empty room where the eradicator was mm-hmm. and is no more. Just
1: Where are my toys?
0: Just yeah, big empty <laughs> spot where it used to be. Who stole
1: my Easy Bake?
0: They didn't paint behind it, so you could really tell that something was supposed to be there. Right. The paint shades are different.
1: There's a note from Donovan. Hey, so, yeah, sorry, I had to sorry. go. Um, sorry, <laughs> My Uber came. Yeah. His name um, is uh, Sam.
0: Morgan. <laughs> Morgan says um, that Cal has made a decision. He chose humanity over us, and there's no saving my brother now. He's prepared. My brother. My brother prepare for their arrival there mm. m- boys mm. <clears throat> so now we're in the thick of it larna i can't do it laura is explaining <laughs> I can't do it sorry not with a straight face laura is explaining to they can see you sam lois <laughs> and superman i can see me though i'm looking straight at me <laughs> looking at you and i'm looking at me um <laughs> Basically talking scary? about how the eradicator works and the time right. that it takes for the Kryptonian consciousness to fully take over depends on how willing the host is to accept the new life. We can't talk about that. That's why we're going to mm-hmm. assume that everything went well with Lana being Laura. Uh, Lana, La, oh, bleh, Laura, Laura, Laura. See, now I, you've merged them and now they're all just one.
1: Just say Lana.
0: I don't want to. Out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try it on. Larna, Hashtag Larna is going to catch on. Is it Larna says to uh, reverse it, they need to bring all of the hosts here to go through the eradication process again? That's good. We're just going to tell them there's free sandwiches? Like, when?
1: I, at this Weird. point in the episode, I was like, oh, they're going to Superman 2. It's so
0: good. You were not the <laughs> only person to think that, sir. You were not. I, I just They had a
1: glass so, case right in the other tent. It, I mean, come on. Well,
0: no, I was thinking get to the fortress and, and you know, yeah. and, and you know well, the light was on out here. He was fine in there while the light was on out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, whole thing and switch everybody over. Of and course, I he, said he, that last week thinking that's what they were going to do with Jordan uh getting the the kryptonite out of his lungs with the heat i thought they were going to stick him inside the the red cave um so at some point we're going to have to pull a superman too because we keep getting getting all these moments where we think that's going to happen um but doing that's going to require a substantial amount of energy uh to be able to reverse everybody yeah,
1: this goes beyond my Superman knowledge. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and when he comes, you know, obviously, you know, spoilers, when he comes flying towards the Eradicator, I was thinking, is there going to be like a neutron bomb level <laughs> event that happens this in the middle of The whole
0: sequence? Just just worked out so well. I, I, I.
1: So I mean explain that to me. Like the release of uh like a solar energy, right? Is it, it, it kind of reminds me of like the Black Panther suit. Like it absorbs all that energy and I, then you kinda of like he, throw it out.
0: He I, apparently I mean if you're Is that what he if does? you're maintaining your heat vision, your ocular uh what do we call it? Discharge. Ocular discharge and you just We don't like to talk about it. I guess if you just relax your eyes and and let it take over, you can I mean Sam even says I can't let you do that here in a minute it's going to take you out of commission for days and he's like it's fine you know I mean when when the call goes out here in a minute that literally there's easily two dozen of them I would guess probably 3 dozen of of smallville residents that have become kryptonians there's a lot of them now obviously this isn't going to affect edge because edge is not possessed edge is kryptonian and always has been so He's got no consciousness within him.
1: I'm sorry. They're, they're all put into an easy bake. Uh, so it's definitely a baker's dozen at least.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. You ever had to change that little (laughs) light bulb? Um, but Lana says that that much energy is going to require something that would rival this planet's sun. So obviously he can, he can, he can do that. Uh, Superman gets a call from edge. (laughs) That's good. I like that.
1: (laughs) On the old, uh, uh, I don't know. What do you want to call that? Like, I don't know. I need to. DLT, I, need, yeah. I need to
0: clip. I need to clip that noise and use it at the at the perfect time for whenever these go off. So uh, Superman's That would like, be a great
1: text message noise.
0: You, oh, well, that's happening tonight too when we watch yep, our film yep. after this. So I'll send it to you. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be your and Frank's text message on my phone. So, um, you know, Clark's like, I got to go stall him, and Lois says appeal to him the same way he did to you as, as his brother, you know, talk to him mm-hmm. as his brother. And Superman looks at, uh, Laura probably realizing this is the last time. And she tells him, go, my son, be the hero. I knew you would be.
1: This is, this was a kind of like a sad moment first. You know, I was like, Oh, I guess it was, this is there's it. No, like, time, no time for it. There's no, no time. time. Yeah. No
0: time. Uh, Superman f- comes crashing into the outside the cornfield where edge is waiting for them. I, if I you love build this. It, they will come. <laughs>
1: I love that close up moment of his face as he's flying towards mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. the intensity that Tyler has on his face. Like, uh, you know, and I loved, just saying goodbye to his mother again. Yeah. You know?
0: I loved edge waiting and, for him. Knew knowing he was coming crashing, right. crashing in behind him. I loved all that.
1: When um, he comes, he, when he comes exploding out of the clouds behind edge and edge just kind of closes his eyes. Yes. I thought that was so cool. Yes. Uh, Something we haven't seen before.
0: So um, we've kind of hit these points already talking about how, yeah. you know, that he was hunted down. This is when that happens, when the montage happens where he's running from the people, right? Right. The the, the first scene is the is the two people with the shotgun when he first crash lands. This is all this right. stuff happens later. But uh, we see flashbacks showing how the young towel was hunted down. Uh, he was like we said earlier. He was the prison. He was the guy in the prison cell from last week in the flashbacks. Yeah. Um, so it says he was a piece of alien meat, an experiment for them to learn why I had abilities.
1: How do you think they held him? I mean, he did kill those first people that he saw. That you know, I don't know. Shot at him.
0: I don't with know the heat vision.
1: So what made him go? Okay, I guess I'll sit in the cell. Uh,
0: yeah, I. I don't think kryptonite was
1: right. Was exactly being utilized.
0: We didn't see it so.
1: Is it because they kept him underground that he wasn't a bit able to absorb the solar? As that's the only thing I could think of. Uh,
0: maybe so, um, but Superman tries to plead with him. He's like, "Humanity—that is not what humanity is. They're not all." Right. I'm sorry that happened to you. Not everyone <laughs> is like that. Ned says that it is only when they're afraid, and I'm going to make them fr- afraid again. I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> we've done this before. Doesn't end well for you, sir, or anybody in your position." Uh Laura is asking Lois about being with her son, how that is, how that works, um uh, you know, the dynamic between the two and Lois, yeah. I really like this line. Lois says sometimes easy, it's sometimes difficult, sometimes secure, sometimes terrifying, but there's always love and respect, and Laura says a partnership and Lois right. is like, yes, absolutely, you know that Lois says I've had some of the most amazing days of my life and the most horrendous days of my life, but it's always there's always a constant, and that's him. And L- 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 Lana said, "Laura, Lana, bleh, Lorna says on Krypton, <laughs> she had hopes and dreams for herself until she had her son, and then they were all for him. And she w- thanks Lois for making those dreams and wishes."
1: I like that here. line, though. You know, because as you know, I mean, talking seriously as parents now,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, not wanting to scare them. Um, Yeah, you have all these hopes and dreams for your own life, and then you have kids, and you're like, I really want them to have a great life. You know, yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Um, Lois says he is this world's first and greatest hero, but I want you to even know know he's an even better man. That was good. First. Meanwhile, at Victoria Mays, uh, (laughs) for one last Coffee's getting cold. Yeah, Jordan apologizes to Sarah for standing her up. We're well past that. Other things are going on now, son. Sarah asks if it was because of all this, and Jordan allows her to think that. But, I mean, in a way, it was. It wasn't not. Because of all this.
1: Well, he was in the fortress sneezing yeah. up ice balls. But it
0: was <laughs> happening at the same time. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. So. Uh...
0: Lois and Jonathan <laughs> were getting choked out at the same time. So, you know, we could kind of say it was happening parallel to it. Uh It's not. It's not not lying. Jordan says that he's glad Kyle was there. Um, that They can have that memory of him playing with her on stage. If things, you know, don't turn out great. Um, and the waiter brings them their bill, and ding, uh, the air fryer goes off. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, yeah, text message. So he's one of them, and then we see mm-hmm. just how many of them there actually are taking to the crazy. Skies. A crazy amount of Smallville residents <laughs> have been possessed by Kryptonians, uh, which is just wild, and they are all flying in now to uh, confront Kal-el uh, under edge's bidding. So mm. Jordan, Jonathan, Sarah run outside the diner as the other citizens suddenly, as we said, stop and take to the sky. They see more and more fly off. Uh, edge is pulling the classic humans are inferior bit. And some and <laughs> Superman, yeah. Superman promises that, uh, edge will fail. I mean, how many times have we seen this before of, I'm going to recreate Krypton in yeah. you know, my image, uh, uh, you know, over earth. I'm going to paint over earth with Krypton. It's just like, Mwah. buddy. I... Th- yeah. <laughs> no offense to you whatsoever, sir, but better better men have tried and failed. So I don't think you're going to do any better here.
1: I, I love that uh, uh, conversation though with between them because he's you know saying they're inferior and blah blah blah. He's going to do this, and and he's like, I won't fail. And Sabrina's like, No, you will.
0: I've yeah. <laughs> seen so. it. I've seen it many times. <laughs> Uh, Off in the distance, in the sunset, no less, we see uh, the sky Mm. full of the subjects flying toward them. And Edge says, that's your family coming, Cal. You're real people. You're real heritage. You have to make a choice. Us or them. And a Superman constant, I'm sorry, if you're here on this Earth, it's their Earth. There is no us and them. This is their home. It can be your Mm. home, too, if you agree to live alongside them. But it's not us versus them. It's only yeah, You're
1: us. the one making the trouble. You're,
0: you're, yeah, you showed up to start this fight, and um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you have it. Superman takes the sky to lead them, obviously, into the trap to set off the eradicator. subjects all follow after them with the sun setting behind them. Do you want to talk about this? And Bonnie and Bonnie Do you want to talk about this here? Okay, so, so, um, Holding Out for a Hero is a certified bop, obviously. Uh, I don't. I won't hear anything about this. Yes, I'm talking about the Bonnie Tyler song from the Footloose soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every... I was talking to Frank this morning, and I was telling... I was like, every property, it feels like in the last two weeks, has just suddenly been using Holding Out for a Hero. I don't know <laughs> why. It started with that Netflix Masters of the Universe trailer a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, the new He-Man uh, reboot. And then I'm watching Loki... Yesterday, episode two of Loki on Disney Plus, they used it in like the opening scene yeah, in a weird utilization of it. But still, um, and then today, a new trailer, I guess E3 is going on, and there was a trailer for um, the new Guardians of the Galaxy game, open world game, and they used it. And I was like, everybody's using it. And I was telling Frank this, and I was like, wait a minute. I feel like that song would work really well with that entire sequence from last night. So here's what I did So I go and I get the clip And I take the song And this is all I did I dropped the song When they come back from commercial And Edge is going You're going to have to You you decide if it's us or them That's that's when they come back from commercial All I did was sync up the song With the opening of coming back from commercial I did nothing to the footage I did nothing to the song I literally started the song When they came back from commercial The synchronization Is so eerie (laughs) That I don't know. That I can't tell you that the editor didn't not edit that scene to while listening to this song in the editing bay. I it's just a fact. <laughs> it's so so. I DM Adam and I send him the clip. <laughs> I'm like, I, I know you're on a high right now. I know you just want you know your your first episode mm-hmm. of television aired. It's a big deal. Hope this only is like the cherry on top of it. And I'm like, because this, it's just a little creepy how well it worked out. And if you want to watch it, uh, you've got it up over on our Instagram. Go over there. You can watch it there. Um, And it's it's like a two-minute, 20-second video. And it's the whole thing from Superman taking off and leading them back to Smallville to where he detonates the bomb. Uh, it's the Eradicator, and it just freaking worked well. Adam sent it on to uh, everybody in the office, including Todd Helbing, and they enjoyed it. I, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Again, did nothing to so it. So just awesome. dropped the song in the timeline, and the magic worked for itself. Speaks a lot to the the genius of Bonnie Tyler, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, but that I, song, seriously.
1: You may think, "Oh, okay, I get what he's talking about." I, I don't need to watch it. No, go to Instagram no. and watch it. You will not. You will not feel any more hyped than you will it'll after seeing this it'll video. It'll get you
0: hyped, son. It'll get you something hyped. about
1: that song and that action going on. The the,
0: the 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 climax of the song, <laughs> queuing in with the bomb. Exp- the Eradicator. Explain. I was just shocked. i was so shocked when. I literally did it just for like a thirty second clip, and and just for like us laughing, and <laughs> and what I got was let, it play. I, let it play. Just let the whole thing play. I <laughs> I take no credit for it. It was it's literally just the magic of the way it worked out. But I was. But anyway, Adam was nice enough to send over that, that. Todd and others in the office had appreciated it, and I just, yeah, it's it's it, Jameson. It, it was just fun. It was just fun to watch play out. Um, again, a lot of it is the the credited to the hype of that song because it was. I'm so you,
1: glad they saw it.
0: It will get you hyped. It will get you, yeah. Hyped. Um, so that's what happens in this sequence. Though he leads them back through Smallville, e- e- even in the video, he swoops in. It's like I'm gonna need a Superman. I need a off Superman right as he flies in and gets the <laughs> Eradicator and takes off out the other end of the tent.
1: Yeah, anyway. we were going to talk about the end of this episode, but now we're going to talk. But now about, we're just gonna the talk about with
0: Body Tyler. <laughs> now we're just going to talk about the Footloose soundtrack a little bit, a little bit yeah. longer.
1: Absolutely, let's hear it for the boy. Yeah. Boys.
0: Oh. Anyway, so (laughs) that's what happens. He leads them all. Edge is in tow as well. Edge realizes what he's doing, though, and tells them all to stop. Stop. (laughs) They're all focusing their heat vision uh, on the thing. Superman also focusing his heat vision on it. Blows it up. Did those people just fall from the sky?
1: Okay. Uh, (laughs) Adam actually did... We keep talking about Adam, Adam Mallinger, the writer of the episode, uh, who is not our close personal friend, but uh, it's just easier to say, Adam. Um, Adam uh, wrote on, uh, I think, Twitter that he included a line that Laura does say, Larna does say about their powers going away over time. So it's almost like, you know... They have their consciousness back, but they also have the power, so they're like, whoa, well, I guess uh, I'm going back to the ground now because that's where I'm supposed to be.
0: What a weekend that's going to (laughs) be. You mean I got 48 hours of flight left in me? I would be too afraid it would fail. I'd be, like, flying and then, you know, falling very quickly. (laughs) Um, Everybody's fixed, though. Everybody goes back to normal. Except for There her. is
1: that moment, I'm sorry, I just wanted to go back just a tiny bit, because there is that moment where, uh, you know, they're looking for Sarah. Where's, Sarah. Where's Sarah? Where's Sarah? And we've realized Sarah's in there with Kyle L. <laughs> and uh, um, the way he's looking at her, it's like, oh, God, is something going to happen? Yeah. Like, is he going to break out and grab her? Yeah. Um, but she's there for her dad. Yeah. You know, if it's going down. She's um, going to be there with him in, in the right.
0: moment. And, and she is. And obviously, all the citizens are, ret- all that you know, we find out in a few minutes, one, uh, return to their normal state. They're, they're back in themselves. We see Emily, we see others. Uh, thankfully that this has all been returned. We see Kyle and Lana have both themselves again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Ash is in hiding.
1: That was a, that was a great end to Sarah's arc. I'm going keep talking about it, but that was a great end of Sarah's arc, uh, for this episode where she's like, she, like, hates him and is like, you need to do something about dad now. Mm-hmm. And then realizes, oh, it's not dad. I, I didn't believe in him. And then she decides to go back to him in those final moments yeah. to, you know, show, and, put faith back into her father. And then, then Lana
0: runs in and sees that he's and sees okay, the both of them. Uh, yeah, that was a good point. That really too. worked on me. It did. It did. Yeah. It, well, it made her little arc pay off because, yeah. because that was why she did the whole thing was to get her family back. So mm-hmm. that worked for me as well. Um, like I said, Morgan Edge is in hiding. We don't know where he is. Sam says, you know, search the globe till you find him. And we're now, I mean, uh, Tal
1: Yeah.
0: Excuse me. Whatever. Which
1: I want to hear a, uh, I think I'm going to do a AR ramen cover for this, uh, oh, yeah. this podcast. Wow. I did, I did one for and So it's going to be Tal row instead of Jai Ho, uh, see that I on your feed any, f- any moment. Now. Let's not.
0: So, nope. super, <laughs> Superman. We find out has crash landed at the Fortress of Solitude uh, with the Eradicator in tow. Um, yeah, he is in pain. He is, uh, yeah, hurting. Obviously, as he told Sam, he's going to be out of commission, and I guess the best place to be out of commission for a few days is at the Fortress of Solitude, and that kind of leads us into next week. We're back, which, in the- which,
1: which, which reminds me. I- I'm sorry to keep dragging things out, Fair but not. um. This show has been so much about football yeah. this en- this entire show. And then we drop the football. And then finally in this huge action moment, it is Clark with that football uh-huh. shaped eradicator uh-huh. going for it with all the linebackers coming for him.
0: <laughs> it's gonna so take a superman. We we to... saw the
1: ultimate ultimate game.
0: It's gonna take a Superman to sweep me off my feet. <laughs> right. Like, so uh, yeah. now for a football hero, um, we do. We don't end there though with the fortress. We end at possibly another fortress.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Cause they were using that desert. Yeah. Location. We'll say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, and it just seemed darker, but then I'm like, and then you see some sort of like aurora borealis kind of waves over those dark desert mountains, and I'm I'm assuming that meant it was near the fortress. Or uh, I don't or, know.
0: I didn't really take that. I just took that to really? mean that this is more. This is Morgan his fortress, fortress that he got. His wow, out. and that's where you know his mother's consciousness is, hmm. or their mother's consciousness is in there. Uh, Leslie did not turn with everybody else. I guess she was hmm. not in the vicinity. Of the eradicator going off.
1: Yeah. Didn't see her at all in that, in that, uh, action beat.
0: Nope. Um, but we do see her here at the end and she is still herself or still not herself, depending on how you want to word that.
1: Yeah, That's right. She's not Irma.
0: Yeah. Irma. So good. <laughs> she is still Leslie Lahr. And he's, he, she goes, is it just us now? Because everybody else's turn. He goes for now, but not all is lost.
1: Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, he seemed very confident.
0: Good stuff. Really enjoyed this episode, but. So great. As much as I enjoyed this episode, I am dying to see what we are in store for with episode (laughs) 111.
1: Can I just say that hearing an episode coming up is going to be called, Oh Mother, Where Art Thou? I wasn't going to, I wasn't considering it being like a nearly epic season finale like episode. I thought it would be just kind of a one off, you know, like emotional mother. You know, know, Lois and the boys kind of piece, you know, um, maybe, you know, Clark dealing with Martha's death, that kind of thing. I was not expecting. Yeah,
0: I mean, (laughs) in in many ways, a, in a traditional season, what most likely would have been a mid season finale, uh, you know, would have been the winter hiatus after this episode. I mean, quite a lot riding on a single episode to, to, you know, be what it was, but, uh, Leading into next week's episode, which is called A Brief Reminiscence in Between Cataclysmic Events. Yes, that Mm. is the name of episode 111. So we're going to be talking about that episode after uh, the music ends here in a minute during our spoiler (laughs) section. We want to not spoil you, but there is some things to talk about. We're excited about the episode. So we'll get into that in a minute. We do want to tell you that you could find us on the Internet at supermantvtalk.com. You can email us your thoughts on episodes or spoilers or theories, anything you got, let us know. Superman TV gmail at gmail.com. You can also do the same via our social media on Twitter. We're at Superman TV talk. And on Instagram, it's the classic Starkville house of L. Uh, and you can also follow that Instagram. <laughs> do what? Yeah. to yeah, that Instagram, you'll find that video. Uh, so, uh, and I want to, again, uh, you know, just give Robin the praise. He's doing a great job. He really enjoys uh, live tweeting with you during the episodes, and uh, you've had the official account retweet us a few times. And, and some yeah, good stuff I was very there. speechless
1: during this last one. Uh, <laughs> it was hard to Bit, focus did, on Bit, tweeting. Did
0: Bitsy retweet you before the episode? Uh, yes,
1: uh, yeah, I did a. Uh, well, she didn't do her. She she liked one of my. Uh, oh, she posts. liked one of the tweets. That yeah. was cool.
0: That was cool. Uh, and then also, of course, after you know, seeing bitter script reader. Uh, and getting that video to them and, and, and Todd helping and others, uh, in the writer's room, getting to see that, that was cool too. So Super really awesome. enjoy interacting with this cast and crew. Um, they're very active online, so I, I implore you to follow all of them. Um, you can head to both of our Twitter and Instagram accounts where we also follow them. If you trying to track everybody down there from, from Alex to Jordan to Tyler and Bitsy and all of them. So, um, we also would love for you to listen to us and follow us on your favorite podcatcher. If you were listening through Apple podcast, rate and review us, please Superman Lois TV talk. Just type that in. And of course, always, as always head over to cryptonsite.com at Superman Lois TV on Twitter. That is our buddy Craig, who does a great job doing all the roundup of spoilers, official descriptions, upcoming pictures, trailers, all that good stuff. Did I miss anything?
1: No, nope, think you got it all.
0: Good deal. We will be back after the music to talk about spoilers, but for now, we're, we're always,
1: always around. around.
0: We're never gonna get it right. The day has finally come. I'm ready. I can feel it.
1: It's not coming back. I
0: need you to get out of
2: here now, son. Get out of here now. It's time to go save the world. Yeah.
0: What you just heard there is the trailer for next week's episode 111, a brief reminiscence in between cataclysmic events. Um, Robin, you want to read us the official description for this episode?
1: The episode title is a cataclysmic between in reminiscent events uh, directed by uh, Gregory Smith, who's uh, director for Everwood. Uh, It says Clark makes a startling discovery about Morgan Edge. Oh, really? What else could he find out?
0: (laughs) You know, I think we got, I, I, I think, you know, we, despite saying probably, uh, in a flashback episode, we've, we've, we first see clark become superman or something like that that we just you know keep leaning into this <laughs> yeah but you um, think that's
1: completely untrue i, or
0: <laughs> I what, like what, what else are we gonna find out you know
1: maybe he has his own fortress i think yeah, that's the only thing that
0: his own fortress is the
1: only thing and he's imagine. got like the sunstone for zeta Row, and zeta Row <sighs> is going to be coming back and
0: too much. We've had like three major twists in the course of four episodes. Let's, let's, Keep them coming. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm excited to see some some new forging of paths on some classic things that we love in the Superman mythos uh, next yeah. week. So uh, walk us through what we see in that trailer. Well,
1: uh, first, you, there's a lot of voiceover. And the first voiceover is Jor-El saying the day is finally coming. And I'm assuming that is, you know, we're in flashback down here and uh <clears throat> what i'm thinking this is coming from is maybe clark in some sort of uh coma state uh post this episode with the eradicator uh healing and maybe uh reminiscing um he's stuck in a cooler <laughs> thinking about the last uh you know if this was a uh, clip show you know yeah. uh no. <clears throat> so uh yeah clark saying i'm ready i can feel it and uh I think the biggest intrigue, I mean, there's tons of cool stuff here. You see the shirt rip, the old shield. The- we see that green car being lowered again. Mm-hmm. Um, there- but there was a couple of things that really intrigued me. Number one was we actually see Clark on the streets of Smallville as like a young man. Yeah. And seeing Lana with Kyle. And I'm assuming this is Clark coming back home, not really telling everybody that it's him.
0: I kind of thought he was probably witnessing the engagement was my takeaway. Mm. I may be wrong, right. but that that was kind of the first thing I thought.
1: But, you know, he, he, we see when he leaves town and here he is in small, in the smallville streets and he is, you know, obvi- uh, probably obviously 15, 16 years younger, at least yeah. <laughs> than he is now, but he is Tyler. Um, but the other thing I uh, was intrigued by was the voiceover towards the end where it says, Get out of here now. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's Clark. It's I wasn't sure if it was Clark, or if it was Jordan. I, I could
0: I thought it was I kinda wondered if it was Jonathan, like Papa Jonathan, mm. like Papa Kent. I don't Hello. know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um
1: Yeah, we're gonna see Martha. I'm pretty sure we're gonna see I did we saw Jonathan in there too, he's right? He's in the
0: trailer, yeah. He's in the trailer yeah. as well. So um we also see the, the, cape. the cape folded and Martha saying it's time to go save the world. Hmm. Uh, if there's one thing I love, it's me some first Superman outings. It's yeah. it's Martha making the suit. It's you know the it's time sun, All that that plays directly into Derek's wheelhouse. So so
1: I one thing I was not expecting was the part where the pimp stand steps out and is like, "Say, it, Jim, like really in 2021?" <laughs> what? But okay, okay. Well, fine. pimps still still, I the
0: still one of my favorite moments that entire first film so i don't even care <laughs> absolutely um so yeah so we're looking toward a flashback episode which also will have some ramifications obviously in the real world too because these flat i'm sure superman will be sleeping off the solar flares and going through these memories in his head and dreams and flashbacks and things like that maybe jor-el is working on him while he's down who knows
1: yeah i and uh maybe this is where he finds out that revelation about Morgan edge somehow, you know, maybe he remembers something.
0: I don't know. Um, we do have to do a little housekeeping though, because again, can you believe we're two thirds of the way done with the season? It's craziness Um, to me. We're, we're, we're we're taking another break after next week, after one eleven. not us. Well, we will too. We're all going to take a break. We're all taking a break. Um, so episode 11, a uh, brief reminiscence in between cataclysmic events again. Yes, that's the title of the episode is our yep. last new episode until presumably July 27th. We do know that August 17th is the episode uh, 115, the season one finale you have on here directed by Tom Cavanaugh from the flash. Yep. I did not know that. Yep. Okay. So two Arrowverse people have directed episodes. Uh, right. Right. This season. It's time
1: for uh, Tyler and Bitsy to get to direct some uh, legends or something.
0: <laughs> I'd, hey, I'm good. I'd be totally happy with Tyler and Bitsy directing episodes of this show. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be great. So, so if you're doing the math from that, there are uh, four episodes left after next week before we get in, <sighs> which is just amazing to even think about. Uh, and they'll probably run all those back to back with August 17th being the finale. We can back up four weeks and presume that we will return uh, on July 27th. So, not quite as long as break as we had last time, that eight or nine weeks, uh, which felt like forever between episodes, yeah. what, six and seven or five and six? Right. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, That's um, like forever. This not nearly as bad. A little over a month.
1: And no vague descriptions released about those four episodes yet. Um, not even episode titles I have, yet, I don't think. No. Yeah. I, I have no idea what to expect. Maybe we'll have more of an idea. Um, once we see the next episode, but,
0: uh, the show will not be off in those off weeks though. We will have repeats starting June 29th. We'll re-air holding the wrench. July 6th will be loyal subjects. July 13th will be this week's episode again. Oh, mother, where art thou? And then July 20th will be a brief reminiscence of, yeah, a brief reminiscence in between cataclysmic events
1: that's your chance to get your friends and family in on this without buying the episodes. Yes. You watch these episodes
0: (laughs) and then, and then you'll be good to go starting July 27th for this last batch until January or February when we're back again for season two. Mm -hmm. So glad that we got that additional three back episodes too. uh, For sure. For this first season. So that's going to do it for this week. We will be back again. Hopefully all three of us will be here to talk about the, Mid, oh, mid, it's got to happen. Mid, mid, mid season finale. What do you, what do you call? What do you call the <laughs> this uh, the two thirds finale?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, no I, idea. All right. The semi <laughs> finale.
0: Semi finale. Semi truck. All right. We will be back next time. Good talking to you. Good Rob. talking to you. Thanks for everybody for listening. Good We're, to see you. Good to see you. We appreciate you all. We'll see you next time on Superman and Lois TV talk.